0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen.
1: Hello, c'est moi. It is uh, Tuesday, July 23rd. And uh, again, I'll try not to uh, talk about how fast the summer is going. Um, And I'll try not to sigh too much. It being a Tuesday, and my sister apparently being less distracted than a week ago, has remembered that she's on the show. Susan, hello.
2: Hi. It's not really a member a, rem- a matter of remembering that I'm on the show. It's a matter of remembering what hell day it is.
1: Oh, I understand. <laughs> okay. You know, when I, since I haven't been doing Fridays, I am so mixed up on the, I, I, Friday I always think is on Saturday. What day it is. Saturday right. I think is Sunday. I'm I mean eventually I'll get it straight. But if you don't have a specific schedule, which you don't, I don't know how the hell you ever know what day it is.
2: It's very it's not easy and I've oh. I've never been a calendar person. I can keep a calendar, but I won't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's not a helpful thing.
1: No. I don't know. Just to place you, you're in Chicago?
2: I am in Chicago. Okay, okay. Um, I have just gotten rid of my last bunch of company. I I came back from Green Bay, and then I had to meet our nephew. Oh, right, they were there.
1: That's nice.
2: They were here, and then they left, and an hour later, a friend and her son showed up, and they just left.
1: You know, that's what I got to tell you. If you live in uh, in New York, Chicago, any of those cities, these big cities that people travel to. Uh, hub
2: cities. We'll call them hub, hub cities.
1: cities. Man, you end up playing host and uh, to uh, an awful lot of folks. We're obviously off the grid here in Pittsburgh. No, nobody ever comes here uh, to visit. They don't, as you know. Well, Mom and I are. I know so you get are. Used to it. I'm so excited. Sam is excited. <laughs> we're we're really excited.
2: Anyway, enough. Okay, good. Enough family
1: chit chat. Uh, I don't know, Sue's.
2: <laughs> me either. I'm just saying. I read the. I was up early and reading. Everything I could get my hands on, and And it seems like we are all on hold, waiting for tomorrow morning at eight thirty. When guess what's going to happen?
1: Nothing. Exactly. So, I mean, I've already been disappointed once by the Mueller report. How many times do we think that it matters? And and this—I mean, who knows? It doesn't matter. We'll we'll see. I mean it it here's here's something I read that at least gave me um uh, somebody wrote in the in the Washington Post I think yesterday uh about how media doesn't always get a chance to correct a uh, serious failing um on their part and it was a serious failing on media's part the first time the Mueller report was unveiled because they just totally uh, regurgitated well, the ball. They well they regurgitated uh, Bill Barr's characterization we'll of the Barr's
2: statement yeah. as if
1: it, it, I mean that's what they did and so the initial and then you got Trump no collusion no, right exonerated me even. I mean, incredible numbers of, uh, of major news uh, sites uh, really, really trumpeted it all wrong. The Wall Street Journal, ha- its main headline the day it came out, said, Mueller finds no collusion.
3: Yeah, but I mean...
1: But, th- but that's, that's misleading. And of course it's
2: misleading, because he didn't find that. But, uh, the, but the Wall Street Journal has a bias. There's a reason why yeah, but listen to this. We're it, more than willing to accept what Barr had to say. What doesn't make sense is all the others not reporting the facts. But William Barr said this, we have no way of knowing, because we are not independently looking at the report right. yet.
1: Well, they, they screwed up. So the, the possibility is... That if they feel any shame and or complicity and or uh, you know I, I, if they want to correct things they can they got a new shot with the hearing I mean I w- and I think there is some truth in that but. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't hold my breath. I would not. And I also agree with those who are just so fearful that the uh individual uh qu- democratic questioners will, you know, will go off script, will make speeches, will, you know, instead of having one really smart like have, you know, ideally it'd be Kamala Harris solely right. interviewing just,
2: him. Just give it to her and let right. her cross examine him. Right.
1: But that's not what we're going to get. And so I don't know. So well, I you know. And I'll be honest. I don't
2: uh, I'm I don't think it matters. I just I don't know I if they think. I don't think it matters if they were brilliant. I don't think it matters if they fuck up.
3: Excuse my French.
2: I just think it doesn't it doesn't matter and either we're going to get our act together and all vote for the right person in a year and a few months or we aren't and that's all that that's all that matters i just wish we'd get there i i i i, I want to get this over and know whether i have to kill myself or not well now susan
1: um I want to. No, I just I,
2: had my. I just had my depression. I had to go in for my for my meta, You know, my my annual physical, and if you're on Medicare, they have to ask you these Medicare questions, and so they ask me as a depression screening. And let me tell you, it's not depressed. easy to answer.
1: <laughs> Anyone who's not depressed no, I mean, is not paying attention. Got, how
2: many days do you wake up feeling like? You know, it's it's not going to be okay. Like there's no hope. Like, and I'm thinking, I'm looking at her, and you know, she's and she goes never, rarely, sometimes, every day. And I'm looking at her, and I'm going really. And I said, I I would have said never, but I don't think that's true. And I have to tell you, I think it's because of our political situation, and I think it's going to affect the way I answer each of those questions. And she said, I totally get it, but I think in order to get an accurate depression screening, we have to say, except for Trump.
1: Wow. But that's not true. My doctor because... said
2: that. I said, but I don't think that's accurate. No, Let's it's not. It.
1: No, he's making Maybe a Maybe
2: Medicare sick. needs to know that our president is affecting the, med- the mental health of a large part of the population, which might just cost the federal government more money.
1: <laughs> like they give a shit. Pardon, my friend.
2: Oh, and let me tell you something else. Some medication that I'm on, by the way, is one of those meds that uh, seems to be for no good reason suddenly unavailable. And so some greedy SOB in the country has decided that it's not worth saving my life.
3: Aw, Sue's.
2: Or it's at least optional. Hey.
1: All right. No, I'm
2: just I'm just well, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry. I've I've located my medication this I'm sure. time. OK, but what a, what kind of a place are we living in when when falsely created shortages of necessary medications are allowed? And for no reason, plain and simple, than corporate greed. And we've got a Congress that won't do anything about that. Screw the president. This is Congress's job.
1: Well, listen. You know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Welcome to the United States. This, where capitalism triumphed, and this is what it looks like. This is what well, it looks and like. And the Unfettered UK capitalism. after,
0: and flo-
2: the UK after floating Trump bubbles. You know, and and. And Got for, Boris for, Johnson. Yeah, they, then they go and elect their
1: very own. Well, yeah, um, and and it's true. I saw someone on Twitter say he looks like a muppet. He does, but then um, you know he looks a lot like Trump too, doesn't he? The both he of them. He looks like Trump. They're bloated. They have this, you know, strangely colored hair. They're, yeah, full of that themselves. That they wear inappropriately
2: they're, long and boyish, you yeah. know, or attempt at boyishness.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be ugly. Well, it's the end of the Anglo-American, uh, you know, whatever, era.
2: And, and I think it's God's way of saying white men, in case you don't get it, white men are not exceptional.
1: <laughs> They're not superior.
2: They're not anything. I sent you Trump, so you'd figure it out. You haven't figured it out. Okay, let's try Boris. There's two of them now, having two. You know, used to be really important countries. You still want me to convince you? I'm really.
1: Are you? Uh, well, Susan, help me. It, I got to call my doctor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you woke up today, I wouldn't say necessarily uh, you know, depressed. You 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 woke up uh, you know, angry.
2: I no, I woke up anxious and fearful about whether when I looked at the status of my prescription that it was going to say filled or not.
1: Wow. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway,
3: yeah. I got well, something just,
1: just to saying. make it, just, just inserting this uh, for some levity, or not, not even levity, for some joyousness. Did you ever see the, you know, again, it's social media, Twittery thing, did you ever see the video of this white cockatoo dancing to music? Did you ever see that? I've seen several white cockatoos. I okay. don't know that I've well, seen that one. Well, it might that be one. See, the, one, the one that's like really went viral is this cockatoo, uh, actually named Snowball, is dancing to Queen's uh, Another One Bites the Dust. <laughs> and it is a mind blowingly good performance. Original moves, choreography by Snowball and you know people went nuts over it but a bunch of scientists <laughs> this is this is from i snowball might be dead by now i don't know i guess that was from uh 10 years ago a bunch of scientists said that they knew that this was something more than what it appeared to be and charles darwin apparently had claimed that um animals clearly enjoy music as much as we do and oh, yeah.
2: I had a dog that used to sit himself right in the middle between the two stereo speakers at an appropriate distance to get absolute perfect stereo
1: yeah and i've got a dog now who delightfully sings um, you know, people say, "Are you sure it's not hurting his ears?" No, he no, he's just I, joyously what, what doing, singing. Yeah. There are other he's animals, singing. birds. You re- and often there was, see dance. Right, There was a,
2: right? Lynn, there, was a video, there was a video of a beagle with his fingers on a piano playing the piano and howling to <laughs> oh, himself he was accompanying himself. himself and he wasn't just he would play a key and he would howl and play another key and he would howl it was so cute wow so okay go on and i've also what i just
1: want to say i've also seen videos of like a guy a random guy walking up to a a, a pasture with you know and with a bunch of animals in it maybe a bunch of cows off in the distance. And he starts playing a saxophone or something. And And they all come. They come. They come mm-hmm. and they stay. Yeah. So, so
2: So what did the scientists have to say? This is well, where you came
1: in. They they bet uh and they made a bet, an expensive bottle of Spanish wine, on uh on whether, in fact, Darwin whether Darwin was correct that animals enjoy music as much as humans do, that we're just another animal, and uh, they have now uh, finished uh, their findings and it's been published in uh, a scientific journal called Current Biology, and uh, yeah, they say it's it's just clear, and they say that this that snowball can not only groove to music but he's got his own dance moves and other animals have theirs that it is an in, you know just like humans some humans love music more than others some humans can right. dance and or sing and others can't and it, the same is true of of animals but this bird and i've seen a number of other cockatoo ones i, I dancing is just I mean, it's just incredible. It's like Michael Jackson moves.
2: <laughs> well, I'll have to look it up. Well,
1: <laughs> snowball the Thank cock- God
2: for animals. I uh, mean, it, it, what will we do without them? We'd all, you know.
1: I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Say, I say that every day. The only thing, you know, I now wake up and there's my dog, right? And that helps. That, right. Right? That really, right. really helps
2: oh exactly no i if you want to ask what's keeping me going it's the fact that i have this stupid special needs animal that needs to be taken out every morning and taken for a walk and he keeps me up and going and loved and and feeling necessary It's, it's wonderful
1: i know i know it's so true so um Except okay, you I, got blue, and I got Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hot. I know you actually. It was hotter where you were. It was so hot this weekend that uh, the blue uh, jumped into this. I mean, it was. It's pretty. It, it took a big jump. Jumped into this huge three tiered fountain, you know, elaborate fountain um, in one of our city parks, Mellon Park. Park. He jumped in it and just laid down. There was about four inches, I'd say, of of water in that bottom ring. And he laid down there and was just in heaven. The only thing sticking out was his head.
2: (laughs) Was he the only dog in there? Yeah,
1: but then others, no. Then one other came, and his owner had to really coax him in Cokes and coax and coax and then finally when he did get in, oh my god. But he didn't lie down. I know no one else lied down. Blue was just in there up to his neck lying. The other dog was doing this strange thing walking the whole periphery of the thing and with his mouth like, you know biting the water the, the whole
2: biting the water. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what to make of it.
1: Oh man, I have to tell you. Oh, did Mary send me the the video? Will no? Yeah. Oh no, here's another one. Oh, your sing. Mary has a singing dog. Yeah. Well, how I do too. Um, you know this port the Puerto Ricans in the streets. Wow, that's pretty incredible. And I keep hearing that this is a result of um a bunch of uh what group chats online chats that came were made public that the right. governor and his uh you know whatever his pals um in which they denigrated uh the people Um, They were homophobic, big shock, misogynistic. They were even like dismissive of the uh, people suffering uh, during uh, Maria. And um, I keep reading these articles about that and that there were just tons of pages of this stuff. But I've never seen a a publication tell me or show me what he said. No, I I haven't
2: either. Well, what's yes, I that do about? know what you mean because I because I was looking.
1: Well, I I have been looking too, and I, I, I haven't seen one quote. What is that about? It said that I don't know. They were sexist. They were anti-gay, dismissive of the people. Totally elitist crapola. But why aren't I don't understand what media is doing and not telling me what it was they, that was said. Obviously, the people in Puerto Rico know. It's not some secret. So what's with the, what's with, I don't get it. They don't think, I mean, if they keep covering these people in the streets, they don't think we want to know what set them off? I, I'm just, I'm I'm flummoxed by it. I really am. I don't get it. There's a lot I don't get anymore. Really.
2: Well, it, it's hard to figure out, I have to say.
1: <sighs> okay. I Maureen Dow drives me crazy. I think she's extremely. I stopped reading her. Yeah, because right. She made me too mad. Because she's so snarky and. Yeah, yeah she's but, just. You yeah, know, but Suze. She's just
2: not nice. Yeah, I, you
1: know. But Suze, I just want to say that was my preface, but yeah. she wrote a humdinger she finally showed what she's capable of good and I'm not going to bother you with all of it um but she quotes Shakespeare Hamlet saying the time is out of joint and you know she's a native of Washington D.C. and she talks about how she's her favorite place there is the Lincoln Memorial um and it, of all the places in in uh, in D.C., it's the one that that impacted me the most when I'm physically there. It's it's just an extraordinary monument, and and she and you know the fact that Trump sort of like violated it, used Abe Lincoln and that memorial as a backdrop to his It's All About Me July 4th uh, celebration. But she talks about the memorial, and she says how, you know, it's all the words that are engraved on it. And because he was such a brilliant speaker and didn't go on and on, his second inaugural address, the entire speech is there on the wall. And she says it's the most poetic expression of what the American soul should be. And obviously in the second inaugural address, he was trying to start the hard work of healing the nation as the Civil War was coming to a close, right? And that is where he said, with malice toward none, with charity for all. And she says it is a travesty that Donald Trump, 154 years after Lincoln, after we were in a moment of incredible crisis steered by such an extraordinary human being, where Lincoln tried to wrestle down a clash of civilizations and Trump... Is ginning one up to get reelected. The, the, the juxtaposition of Abraham Lincoln and the current holder of that office is tells you all you need to know. And then she comes up with a metaphor that I think is great because I've been trying to figure out. It seems like Susan, no matter what we do. It doesn't work against this guy. Um, no,
2: that's what I started out with. Right. It's not going to matter.
1: No, right. And it's um, <clears throat> whether you ignore him, whether you attack him, whether you bring facts to counter his, whether no, he's you show No, like, he's it.
2: like a science fiction alien <laughs> that cannot be killed.
1: Well, her metaphor is he's like flypaper. Mm-hmm. No matter how you come at him, you get stuck. And this is why I am so frightened about the possibility of him winning re-election. I don't think anybody knows, really, how not to get stuck on his terms, on his turf.
3: Well, but that's why I keep saying...
2: We just can't pay any attention to that. We just got to turn out the number of votes we have to turn out where we need to turn them out so that he doesn't get to win. I, I do think we have the votes if we get them to the right place at the right time. And we just have to stay focused on that and pay him absolutely no heed. It's going to be who it is. It's going to do what it does. And it, and, and it doesn't matter what we do in response. So pay no heed. Let's just get on with our job. I see no other way. Nothing else will work.
1: Her answer. I mean, really? Yeah, we're all stuck on the flypaper, she says, and Democrats need to up their game. So don't go near it. Just not, don't go near it. need to up their game to avoid the trap that Trump is constantly setting for them. But it's not like Democrats are some cohere, you know, coherent group. There will always be Democrats what? who will play into his hands, like well I think, first
2: of all, the Democrats now encompass both Republicans and Democrats. And the and the the conservative Democrats are Republicans with no place else to go. I and guess. real Democrats are somewhere in the middle to the left. And that's real Democrats.
1: And then there's people even further to the left. Like, and then there's
2: people even further to the than, left than
1: most Democrats, I, which would be the Squad. Like, right, God, I hate that. Right, and, right, 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 right. And and that is the fate. And, and and speaking of the Squad, why the hell is AOC and uh, I think Tlaib, How do I don't know how to pronounce her name? The um, Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mhm. They're going to Israel. Why? I don't know. They'll sure get a lot of attention there. They're going to look at, you know, the obviously. Taleb will go look at her. Um, her, I think, her grandmother still lives um, in. Uh, I'm not sure the whether the West Bank or or Gaza. Um, this will only further. Dev- First of all, it will make. It easier for Trump to show to use them, and um, if they were smart right now, they would lie lower and help us get rid of him. And but I, but Lynn,
2: I, if they were if they were smart, if they w- if, if if and I do think they're smart. I don't think that's the right term. That's true. If if they if if they if they were more experienced at their work, and we've been saying this from the beginning. Nobody can walk into that job knowing what the hell they're doing. And I understand their their passion and their, you know, wanting to change things immediately. But the fact of the matter is, if you don't shut up and sit down and see how the ropes work, your chances, you might get a lot of attention, but you're not going to get anything done. No. And, and- so, so that was their first mistake. And they just keep compounding on it because now they're riding this tidal wave of, Publicity that they're
1: getting. Well, because Trump, this is where, and people who say he doesn't know what he's doing, he did. He does know what he's he doing. He knew what he was doing when he targeted them. It's a tactic. Well, it's an he's, old,
2: what he, what he does is an old political you know, ploy, and that's that you let the squirrel get far enough out on the branch before, you know, so that when you shoot him, he falls right down. I mean, you've you got to give people enough rope to hang themselves is another way to say it, and providing the rope is the one way to do it.
1: Well, he's, I mean, they do not represent the majority of the party but he is no, they don't. making them the face of the democratic party and um, and for them now israel being like one of the the one of the things that uh, he uses in conjunction with them to paint them as somehow how they would walk right over and into this I just, it's not, it's just, it might make sense for their aims, but it doesn't make sense for getting rid of him. I don't understand. You no, think that? I don't understand listen, either, to... and
2: I don't understand why <laughs> Pelosi can't get them all in a room and say, "Look,
1: well, it's, guys, it's really warfare here between those women." And yeah, I
2: understand, I, but their only chance for getting anywhere near what they want is to get more people like them in office, and to do that, they have to put their heads down and get united. <sighs>
1: Guess, they're actively, no, right. and I have to tell you that um, uh, AOC's chief of staff is uh, actively working, it was his job before, to primary, um, as AOC did, um, other Democrats. So they're intent on pulling the party to the left. This is exactly what the Tea Party did to the Republicans, and it is not smart. I'm not with them. I might agree with much of what they want and how they feel, but they are in real danger of becoming uh, the instigators of knocking off more moderate Democrats who who cannot be elected where they live they don't live in queens they don't live in detroit i i just i, I want to bang their heads together i think they've gotten too well, full of themselves you tell me if two freshman members of the house taking a little trip to Israel would warrant any publicity at all. No. It shouldn't. But it's these two. And it'll be covered. And it will be used. It's like bringing gifts to Trump. Why why don't they see that? Scares the shit out of me. Anyway, uh, Dowd's last lines, and I just want to read it. Abraham Lincoln led us through a tragedy. Donald Trump is one. Yeah. With malice toward all and charity for none. That's where we've come. 158 years. And that's not what you call progress. (laughs) It's quite the opposite. Oh, God.
2: Well, you know, and when I get so riled up about feminist issues these days, part of it is because all those years ago when you and I were starting our careers, um, and putting up with a lot of stuff and gritting our teeth and moving through it. Yeah. Part of what kept me going, at least, was thinking, well, not to, you know, eventually it takes me walking through this a few times before it's going to stop. Hopefully things, I'm doing this so that the people behind me get it better. And now, fast forward 40 years, after I started that career or so and it's not better it's worse yeah
1: well in some ways
0: yeah
2: it's better in some ways and it is worse I
1: would argue I would
2: argue that that we were all punished for giving women um, a a shot at um, working in interesting jobs out of the household because now we have a uh, an economy that requires two incomes and now we have an economy <laughs> you know i mean we now all we did is make it so women have to work and uh, at
1: home and, and, uh, and uh, women have to carry two at jobs at home and yeah.
2: in the office and yeah. put up with all yeah. the bullshit yeah so i you know I mean, I was listening to a very funny comedian on uh, on uh, Netflix last night, and uh, and that was that was what she was saying. What, you screwed it up.
1: <laughs> We've got two callers, I mean, but
2: I think it's the male response to our to our thing. Okay, well, nothing's actually going to change. We're just going to make it harder for everybody.
1: We have two callers, and
2: it's all and it's all women's fault.
1: Okay. It's always women's <laughs> fault. Caller, go ahead, please.
0: Hello there. Hi. Hey, um, I was reading an article. I can't think of the guy's name. He, he's on those shows, but he he said those four congressrooms are not a problem. He he's saying that they come from real blue districts, and that works for their districts. But it, those four, he said, don't define the. Democratic Party. well so uh, no, notice, but the, Of course well, they don't. But the well, wait a minute.
1: Donald they, Trump will tell us and tell America and the media will go along with him in making them the face of the Democratic Party. It doesn't matter that they aren't. The we know presidential they're
0: not. candidates They're not even saying much about it, if you notice. And whoever gets in there, that's going to be who he's going to go against. That's who they say, he says, now like I told you before, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think those four they're just like a blip in a you know what I mean? They're a flash in the pan. They're I no. don't think they're gonna define a No, Democratic I think they party. represent
1: they represent a growing uh a growing cohort in the United States. They truly do. And um right and And Bernie Sanders' uh, success uh, for uh, you know, last time around also uh, is part of that same uh, movement. Uh, no, there is a sizable bunch of people and a lot of young ones who um, these women speak for. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but they have the impatience of youth. It goes along with their exuberance and passion, but um, I think they need to be very careful that this, this seemingly idiotic human being in the White House uh, doesn't play them, doesn't use them in a way that damages the Democrats' ability to regain power. I just don't know that they're that tuned into that. I'm really worried. I I will trust Nancy Pelosi's judgment before I'll trust their judgment. I really will.
0: And I worry that Trump's going to pull out more of these people that voted for him that didn't vote for him, didn't vote at all. You know, that's my concern. That he's going to draw more of them people. If they didn't come out last time, and they're going to come out. You know, the next. Well,
1: time. of course That's they will. No, point. this will be big
0: concern. This will be a huge turn. We got a lot of racism in the country. It's just ridiculous. And yeah. Well, they hate both. Immigrants.
1: Both uh, both sides are going to be highly energized in this election, and let's just hope all yeah. the votes get counted, and let's hope that. The votes are in the right places, and let's hope that the Electoral College doesn't do what it now seems to do with regularity, which is just screw us uh, again. I don't know. Thank you. Oh, okay, then. Appreciate okay, thank it. You. Oh, have a nice day. Ha! Thanks. <laughs> we have another call. Hello, caller.
3: Hi, Lynn. Good morning to you and Susan. Morning. I- Good morning. Good morning. I know that, Susan, you, you might have to go to your doctor's if you haven't watched this, but over the weekend, I watched a, a program on PBS that Rick Steves has. It's about fascism. Have you watched it? No. Well, I was going to read Madeleine Albright's book, but I thought it might frighten me too much, so I decided, okay, I'll give this a chance, and it's excellent. I think everybody that is frightened should watch this, because, I mean, it's real footage. He talks about how these absolute rulers enjoy each other's company. They talk about Mussolini, and when he does some of his facial expressions and his stance, it just reminds you of Donald Trump, and it's very frightening. Well, yeah, as, well, I'm not surprised. Uh, no. Yeah. As I was
1: saying yesterday, when uh, the Germans start uh, seeing in Trump uh, a fascist, uh, we should listen. Oh. Germans, know. Oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. And, and just some of, the thing, you know, some of the footage with Hitler. And I mean, to think that he was elected and that the crowds of people and how he promised jobs, jobs, jobs. I mean, it's almost like Donald Trump's playbook. I, hmm. I really recommend it if you have a chance to watch it because it's just frightening.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I got a feeling like Susan right. and I are thinking, frightening. If I'm in danger I,
3: of perking up. Go to the-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> so the really recommendation.
3: we together. Thank you. So okay. Much. <laughs> bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye. Uh, and we have more callers. Hello? Uh, caller, go ahead, please.
4: What? Yeah. I'm Switch to a better line here. Um, I agree. I, I like to see young people, young smart people. This is, by the way, this is Roger. By the way, sorry. Hi, Roger. Yeah. Um, who are enthusiastic and they're idealistic, and, and we need that energy yep. and and those the ideas. idealism yeah. to progress. But I agree, I, but I think there's a lack of maturity combined with and or, and, or um, uh, just absolute um, I know best um, and, and not ask questions and they want to plow forward. And they don't realize that their actions or words are actually going to work against them in the long term because they don't want, they're not patient. And maybe that's my 57 year old self versus being 27. That's right. I that. I, it is, I think.
1: Because um, <clears throat> think of your 27 year old self. I mean, I no, absolutely, it is. Their age is a factor, although um, you know, AOC is by far the youngest. I don't think the others are anywhere near as
4: young. Are they? No. Yeah. I. I mean, I have. Um, <coughs> My my daughter, she's now 32, and she's married to a woman from Canada who's 34, 35 now. And they're very liberal. They're very smart. They're very idealistic to the point where, well, I'm right, so I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And I said, I understand that is your right, but when you're – we're visiting family in southern Maryland – It may not be the best idea for you to hold hands and have, um, you know, public displays of affection when we're at the local liquor store, going to the grocery store. Um, you gotta be mindful where you are. And they think, well, no, tough shit for them. They're just Neanderthals and I can do whatever I want. I'm like, this is what, this is what hurts your cause. You can, we can get where you wanna be, but, I, you know, it's like, I understand you want to do what you want to do, and I want to do what I want to do, but, you know, I think people are intimidated. You're scaring the shit out of them. You're, you're, you're you know, you you
1: But, you know, one of the like ways, I don't know, Roger, one of the ways that people get, if enough, if they see enough women holding hands and men holding hands, after a while, it doesn't seem strange. How are people supposed to?
2: You have to get inured to it. You have to be, it has to get normalized. And I un- I think what I- I'm just going to say what I think I'm hearing is a totally reasonable father's fear that there's going to ha- be harm coming to his daughter.
1: Right, that would be my well, fear as a parent. Part of, my- of course. Like,
2: yeah. and, and and they're just and they're they're young and brave and saying bring it on and and so far nothing's happened. So let's knock on wood. I I understand both Feelings about right. this, but it's some. Um, and right. frankly, I gotta say, I don't like heterosexual watching anybody making out in public. I don't sure. care if it, I, yeah, I, I don't care if it's you know cisgendered people or other variations. I just think what's private is private, and other than a a hug or a kiss or, or holding hands, I don't think anything else belongs in public.
4: Uh, I, Period. I, I, I agree. I, I don't want to see people. Swap and spit in front of me either. So, but um, um, regarding the potential candidates, I mean, don't you think that Buttigieg is like he's the most like grounded of everybody, the, well, and, and he he stirs up the least amount of fear, yeah. and he and he's not afraid to go into enemy territory and have a conversation yeah. with people. He is really admirable,
1: but this is not his time. I don't think, and, and he also, really? he has a real problem in that uh, black people uh, totally are not into him, and since they constantly Well, they, aren't,
2: they just aren't ready, they are not ready to deal with homosexuality.
1: Well, it's not just as, that, as it's people. his record uh, in regard to, in, in South Bend, too. So, I you know, he is amazing, and I really, I... He He's so eloquent. I, I, I so miss somebody whose brain is so clearly... Well, and what,
2: and what he, yeah, but he also has this wonderful ability to make people feel safe.
1: Yes, exactly right. No, he's really a leader. There's no doubt about it. I just think it's not but, his time yet, but boy, is he on our yeah, radar now. Were,
4: yeah, but people are, were saying that about Obama in the beginning also. And I think that Buttigieg has the, um, I don't know, the disposition or, or, or you know, the character in, in, and he's willing to do the hard work like, like Obama was, where, like, the, the Reverend Wright's situation. We're saying, holy shit, this is going to kill him. And he spun it around. And I think there's time enough where maybe he can work out the problems with the black community, especially with it came to the police department and firing. Yeah, team. yeah. That, but that, yeah. I, I I don't think it's too early for him, I, and and because he speaks what I I, I well think,
1: I Me too. I'm me too. Me too. I just I yeah. Well, I'm me, not going to. I think yeah. I, he's impressive as hell. I mean, he really is. But you know,
2: and part of me feels like if we keep saying it's not her time, it's not his time, that's not me, a woman can't win, I and mean, it has to be one of these old guys, you know, and I'm going. You know, we can't just you know, we can't just act like uh the best person couldn't possibly win. Maybe at this point we should all be going full bore for the person that we think is best.
1: No, I think that's and, true and that's how I would tell people to vote. When you have an opportunity to vote in the primaries, vote for the person you genuinely want, not factoring in can they win. And that way, we really will get a sense of, I, I think that is the best way to go. And it is how I will vote. And at this point, I do right. not know how I will vote. I don't yet. I have my favorites. So right. No, I don't either. But uh, we'll see. Right. Hey, and I've but, got some more so we, callers, I, Ro- Roger. I, this, okay. is right, <laughs> this is unusual. This is unusual, but I've got All, it. Right.
4: All right. Have okay. a good day, both of you. Good,
1: good to talk to you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, we got another caller. Go ahead, please. Hello. Uh,
5: good morning. Hi. Good morning.
1: Hi, Clarence.
5: I have to wait for the beep. That's right. Is that pause? That'll
3: okay. Ah. So, <laughs>
5: um. We don't know how this works. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> let me start with uh, Let me start with Buttigieg, which uh, I was originally calling about. But if you think uh, black folks are going to not vote for Buttigieg because of his past, or stay home or whatever, <laughs> it, and if he's running against Trump, think again.
3: <laughs> Good. Yeah,
5: it, it, it doesn't matter who's running. You know what I mean? If anybody's going to go out and vote, to vote Trump out, the racist, it's going to be black people.
3: Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> hope it, you're it, right.
5: Yeah, yeah. did This, you know, I was thinking about. I want
2: to. I want to see. I want to see all the communities that have been the subject of his disgusting attention to rise up with an iron fist and squash him like a bug. Can you tell me, Clarence, that that's going to happen, please?
5: <laughs> that, uh, that's my sense. That was why. That's, that's basically why I was calling. Just thank to you, thank I you. <laughs> to say that, I said, he said he's offended and, and put everybody aside. Well, I'll put it this way. Uh, in, a, in an online debate on Facebook, a guy said that uh, he's, and he's a, um, a centrist Democrat. He was, he was concerned that the squad were going to, um, you know. Alienate this, people. A, alienate. Yeah. And he put it this way, fly over co- country. And I said, basically, so what? They represent walkover country. You know what I mean? They, there right. are people out there who represent flyover country. And the people who are represented, you know, Trump is the one who put the tariffs on, you know, making it harder for farmers and, and, and people in manufacturing. You know, it's still plant somewhere here in Pennsylvania. Had to lay off a bunch of people <laughs> recently. These are direct, directly from Trump's tariffs. You know but how mean? many? D- but time.
1: Clarence, how many times do you have to see how these people who are harmed by Republican policies, harmed by Trump, will still vote for him because
2: they this,
5: hate he has a solid, us more? Yeah, yeah. That, and and but if you add up all those groups, those other groups, gay and lesbians, Hispanics, Muslims, <laughs> and all those people, like like. Uh, your sister Susan said in the beginning, there, we have the numbers. We've got to focus on getting out that vote, the numbers. And then there are the people who are who do realize. It's not like every guy in that steel mill says, I don't care about losing losing my job. I'm still voting for Trump because I hate black people. Not every guy is like that. There are guys in there who are more concerned. The, 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 the former um, Barack Obama voters who voted for Trump this time around because he fought, you know, they thought, they thought things would get better, right. Yes, yeah, <laughs> And they didn't. They got worse for them, you know. <laughs> those people can be brought back into the fold. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Like I well, said, that's I the
2: job, anyway. That is certainly mm-hmm. the brief. Yeah, and they... uh, to each of us that are feeling pure panic, then it behooves us to get off our duffs and get into those places and make sure that we've got our vote. That's, the, that's it. That's the game.
5: It's the game. It's the, When I was working with the, uh, well, it, didn't, it wasn't Barack Obama, but it was just Democrats back in from 2006, probably to so 2010, that was her main, you know, uh, I think what's his name? The guy went,
2: yeah!
5: And that guy, he started that. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard Dean. Howard Dean. <laughs> he started that whole thing. Yeah, You just got to get off the vote to get people to the polls. You know, and that was one of those things that, um well, she didn't have the appeal but that, that that was Hillary's problem. You know, she still won by right. three million votes, but it wasn't in the right places.
1: That's right. <laughs> but that problem that right? will be the <laughs> that problem is still potentially uh, there. Um, yeah.
2: Well, that's why it's important that we get them in the right places. But I think yeah. places like Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Michigan right won't be so easy to steamroll, and that's where he won.
1: Well, yeah. I don't think, yeah, at this point. But you the know what? Is. I hear people say, you know, thank God in November we can get rid of this guy. Do you know? Do you know how many millions of Americans think that this November we're going to be voting because of how? I know they
2: they don't realize it's still a year and a, and a away. half
1: away. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is and this is the absurdity of the way we do this electoral politics. And boy, are a whole bunch of Americans going to be freaked out when they realize that they don't get to get rid of them in November? Mm-hmm. There'll be another whole I think by time, damn year.
5: the time when it gets closer to November, they'll, have, they'll be awakened, or should I say, you know, they they could be woke by by this November because you know, they, well, you know, we got the Mueller report coming. You know out. what we'll do? Though we'll, we'll exhaust over, everybody.
1: Everyone will What's be exhausted. Everyone's going to be exhausted. We're And they'll exhausted. tune out. <laughs> they'll tune out. I hope yeah, you so guys are right. A
5: while. <laughs> yeah, it goes. You know, it goes in cycles. They're they're tuned in. They're tuned out. They're tuned in. They're tuned. And You remember 2016? The closer it got to the election, the more people tuned in. Obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They'll tune in. They'll tune out. You know, you get sick of it, and then you start wondering again, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we just got to wait for 2020. And um, I'm just concerned that we're all going to be on
2: so many tranquilizers by <laughs> 2020 that we'll be too relaxed to go to the polls. You
1: so, know, it'll uh, make the opioid... Yeah, a, tra- so I
2: want yeah. everybody starting three months before the election to, to withhold we- your uh, tranquility meds mm-hmm. so that you have the proper angst and ambition and energy to get to the polls.
5: Yeah, okay. I'm, you know, because I'm such a freak of I'm such a freak of nature, you know. You know, my philosophy is high standards, low expectations. So when something goes bad, it's like, oh, yeah. Well, what do you expect? as humans. That's. Of course, they're going to do that.
2: So you don't yeah, get the we were press. raised that way too. Expect the worst, and you're never disappointed. Exactly. But it's a really crummy way to live.
5: <laughs> <laughs> see, like uh, see, I say, it seems from the crummy from the outside looking in, from but from the inside looking out. Just, why are you always so happy? I'm never surprised you. Oh, I can't believe that happened. That, where have you been for the last? however old you are, <laughs> this kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 the, it's the rare. It's the rare Obama that comes out of this situation. You know, yeah. it's rare. Yeah. That's that's that's, right. the, that's not that's not the norm.
2: No. Oh yeah. no, we could tell for one thing he wasn't a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, he wasn't. Was
3: and you know, You're I half-right. heard he was. I'm half right. I I
1: heard he was born in Kenya or something too. So he that was not the norm. That he was, was born in Kenya, I
2: hear. Yeah.
5: I, 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 Can I, you I, believe uh, that?
1: Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah.
5: Wait, Lynn, did you miss Lynn? Did you miss my pun again?
1: Oh, I did. I'm sorry.
5: I said, "Can you believe that?" Oh, all right, you're out of (laughs) here. Okay. Oh, have a nice day.
2: Bye. You too. Bye. Bye,
3: Bye.
0: Oh Oh, God.
1: Okay. Did that? Do we? Do we have any other? Go. go, Okay.
2: Well, that was a flurry. What did we say? We must have picked something that got everybody to pick up the phone at the same time. Well, I don't know.
1: (laughs) So, uh, Barbara just sent me this thing about some pastor in Virginia who uh, at a Baptist church in Appomattox uh, put out, you know, all those signs in front of churches. He put out a sign saying, America, I love it. If you don't love it, leave it. Can you imagine? That's a pastor. And, um, well, I'll just cut to the chase. This past Sunday... Members of his church walked out of the service. The church was empty for its 11 a.m. service. Yay!
2: (laughs) They left it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, people are, I mean, increasingly people are taking action. Did you see those nuns being arrested the other day? Uh people no,
2: did you see the family that that just uh the neighbors yeah, that just neighbors made a human ring around the van so
1: just so when ICE came I for him yeah a, a people
2: away in uh, front of his son
1: people yeah. are starting yeah ICE came for a guy um where was it it was in the south somewhere and, I think it was
2: in uh, around Nashville, sort of okay. somewhere in Tennessee. Okay. Okay. And, and um, where,
1: this, the guy was in his car, in his pickup truck with his son, and ICE came, and he knew enough. And, not, and the
2: rule. Let me interrupt. The rule is, is that they can arrest you outside of your car. They can't force. They can't force you out of your car. They can't force you out of your house. So he was trapped in his hot car with his son. So the neighbors first brought food and gas so they could keep the air conditioning on and they would be okay. And then more neighbors showed up and they formed a human ring around the house and the car so that the the son and the father could race into their house House. before ice couldn't get to them. And there were cops there. The cops were standing by, but that was just to, prov- to provide protection again, in case things got out of hand, and in no way to aid the two ICE officers
1: who left empty-handed. And who left
2: empty-handed. And
1: that those, I, I saw one neighbor quoted I, as saying, "These people." He has lived here with us for what seventeen years or something, mm-hmm. and um. You know he's a great guy, and they came to the wrong neighborhood and that is amazing and they were a lot I, I he's not black, but his a lot of his neighbors were black it was black people, a lot of black people white people it was a diverse crowd and they Protecting their protected neighborhood. them from the feds.
2: well think about it if you live in a neighborhood, do you want your children to see your 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 neighbors who are nice people? Going to work, taking care of their children. Do you want to see? Do you want your kids to see them hauled away? Do you think your kids will sleep well at night?
1: It's incredible. If they
2: come for him one day, why wouldn't they come for you,
1: Dad, too? Right.
2: Then the answer is they might.
1: Well, it is. um, There are more and more heartening kinds of stories. Which, of course, media are not. We're only learning about them on social media, right? Are you seeing this on news? Mostly.
2: I read about, I think I've read about that one in the newspaper. But first really? you hear about it on social media. Yeah, yeah.
1: mostly social media. Because uh, the, the mainstream media is just stuck on the flypaper. I'll put it that way.
2: But, I mean, there's all of these communities that are making it clear that their officers will not... Uh, do anything to aid ICE officers and that, you know, in communities immediately surrounding uh, Washington, D.C. are letting it be known that they are not going to allow this within their city. You know, they aren't. And I think it's because, yes, I mean, I don't think it's because it's the proper way for a community to behave. You do not allow people living peacefully amongst you to be terrorized. You just don't.
1: All right, it's time for us all to act up and uh, stand for what we believe, really. Time for some courage, bravery, and, uh, yeah, tranquilizers. Uh, Suze, thank you so much. Yeah. I
2: showed up, I remembered, and now down to St. Louis for my daughter's wedding shower.
1: Oh, is that where you're heading now? Oh,
2: God. Yeah, life just keeps going.
1: Well, good. <laughs> Safe travel. Yeah, this is
2: a ha- this is a happy little thing in the midst of the sea of turmoil.
1: Well, life goes on. That's right. Okay. So, hey, have fun.
2: All right. Okay. Keep, so, keep 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 your eyes on the prize, folks. We'll get this done. Okay,
1: bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> hey, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to counter that. Let's Let's be positive, she said after spending an entire hour being negative. Okay, let's. Anyway, try it.
0: Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com.